What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 707 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. All right, now here's today's question from Brian. My name is Brian Colvin. I'm co-podcaster of the businessplan.co podcast. Uh, my question is for your episode with your attorney. Um, wondering about the use of music on embedded videos on your website and on podcasts. Um, I know you can buy music that you can use, that you can use the copyrights on, but if you cite who the artist is um, for the music, can you use that music as well? So giving them credit for the music. So just kind of want to know the ins and outs of using music on podcasts and in embedded videos on your websites. So I hope we can get that question answered. And thanks so much for your podcast and your website. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Hey, Brian, thank you so much for the question. Um, I don't recall that we actually specifically answered your question on the recent podcast that we did for the for all the legal stuff, but we will be answering more of those questions, doing more episodes like that, because I know that was incre- incredibly useful. But I wanted to take a stab specifically at your question, because this is something I've dealt with before. Now, of course, I'm not a lawyer, and just to make sure, and to, you know, full disclosure, not a lawyer, check with your, your own professional lawyer and attorney, Etc. Um, but in terms of using music and videos and podcasts, um, I would highly recommend just making sure that you take the safe route and use royalty-free music. And even when you use royalty-free music, you read the terms of what it is that you purchased to see and make sure that that's something that you can use. Uh, now, I've purchased audio on sites like iStockPhoto.com. They actually have an audio section that you can pull from. There's a ton of different kinds of music and sound effects that you can use in there uh, that are royalty-free. Um, AudioJungle.com also has a lot of great music um, that you could pull out and use for videos and podcasts. And once you pay for those, you can use them and not have to worry about leaving credit or anything like that. But I think the more important part of your question is, well, can you use other people's music and credit? And in most cases, um, you can't, you, you, and you shouldn't. Um, you know, the, the, if, if it's for commercial purposes, you definitely cannot. And even if it's for recreational, you know, it, it depends on who's working with that, com- with that band or that, that group and what they want. And at any moment in time, they can change their mind. Even if they, they let people do it for a while, they can always change their mind and go after those people. So I, I wouldn't even risk doing that. Um, unless, unless you had a relationship with that band or artist and you had a signed sort of agreement or license to use that, that you've purchased or gotten permission to from them specifically, um, then, then don't do it. Even a credit, credit wouldn't do it. Now, I know that when I've used other people's music on YouTube, YouTube will automatically scan those videos and uh, automatically credit those, uh, those companies, but they're still making money because their link automatically gets posted on there and the music gets sold that is uh you know the itunes links are on there and all that stuff is all integrated so you know that's why it's different than you if you were to upload something on wistia for example or another video hosting platform with somebody else's music and then post it on your own site and give them credit for it i mean that's not going to be enough in most cases so I i wouldn't even worry about that and just continue to use royalty-free music. Now, there is one exception to using other people's music, and that's if it's uh, in, in the public domain, meaning it's music that is free for the public to use. And you can probably look up sites. I wonder if there's a site. Let me look that up right now. Public domain music. 
uh, public domain music, uh, pdinfo.com. Music and lyrics published in 1922 or earlier are in the public domain in the USA. No one can claim ownership of a song in the public domain. Therefore, public domain songs can be freely used with no fees or royalties payable to anyone. And it seems like they have a massive list here. Again, that's pdinfo.com. Now, again, these are music and lyrics published in 1922 or earlier. So just think about that era and what kinds of songs, you know, classical songs and so on and so forth. Uh, So just, again, be very careful. There's actually a lot of good copyright law information on here, too. Um, and, and so, yeah, so, so, so be very careful. Uh, you definitely don't want to step over anybody's, uh, intellectual properties. I've dealt with that before with using trademarks and domain names and it's just, it's just not fun. So, uh, Brian, be safe, keep up the good work and, uh, hopefully this answers your question. And again, I would check with an attorney just to verify everything that I had just said. Uh, I'm not a lawyer myself. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Brian. We're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And for those of you listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there on that page. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And here's a quote from football legend Joe Namath. He says, if you weren't going all the way, why go at all? Here, here to that. Cheers. And I'll see you the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers. Cheers.